Call Lieutenant Keith. You do solemnly swear that the evidence you shall give in this court shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth will help you, God? I do. State your name, rank, and present station. Willis Seward Keith, Lieutenant Junior Grade, USNR, Assistant Communication Officer of the USS Kane. If you recognize the accused, state as whom? Steve Merrick, my executive officer on the Kane. Uh, Mr. Keith, were you officer of the deck of the Kane during the forenoon watch on 18 December 1944? I was. Was the captain relieved of his command during your watch? Yes. Do you know why the executive officer relieved the captain? Yes, uh, Captain Quig had lost control of himself and the ship was in grave danger of foundering. How many years have you served at sea, Lieutenant? Uh, one year and three months. Do you know how many years Commander Quig has served at sea? I, I guess about ten years. So which of you is better qualified to judge whether a ship is foundering or not? Well, myself, sir. If I'm in possession of my faculties and Commander Quig isn't. And what makes you think he isn't in possession of his faculties? He wasn't on the morning of December 18th. Have you studied medicine or psychiatry? No, sir. Well, did the captain foam or rave or make insane gestures? Uh, no, uh, but what he did do was just as bad. Now, clarify that a bit, if you will. His orders were vague and sluggish and not appropriate. He insisted on going south when we had a north wind of 90 miles an hour behind us. With a stern wind that strong, the ship couldn't be controlled. In your expert opinion as a ship handler, that is. Steve Merrick thought so, and he is an expert ship handler. Were you wholeheartedly loyal to your captain or antagonistic to him prior to 18 December? I was antagonistic, sir, to Captain Quig at certain isolated times. At what isolated times were you antagonistic? When Captain Quig maltreated the men, I opposed him. And when did the captain ever maltreat the men? Well, for one thing, he systematically persecuted gunners made second class Stillwell. In what way? Well, first, he restricted him to the ship for six months for reading on watch. He refused to grant him leave in the States when we were back here in December 43. The man was getting anonymous letters about his wife's infidelity. And so Merrick gave Stillwell a 72-hour emergency leave, and he returned a few hours over leave. Uh, you, you say Merrick gave Stillwell a pass, did Merrick know that the captain had denied leave to Stillwell? Uh, yes, sir. Did Merrick check with the captain before issuing this pass? Uh, no, sir. Uh -huh. Are you testifying, Mr. Keith, that Merrick deliberately violated his captain's orders? Well, I mean, it was my fault, actually. I begged him to. I was morale officer, and I thought the man's morale... I mean, uh, Mr. Keith, we now have your testimony that you and Merrick and Stillwell connived to circumvent an express order of your commanding officer a whole year before the typhoon of 18 December. Now please tell the court any other instances of maltreatment that occurred to you. Well, he cut off the movies for six months just because he wasn't invited to a showing by mistake. He cut off the water at the equator because he said the men were using too much and had to be taught a lesson. And Mr. Keith, uh, did the captain ever issue rules or punishments not permitted by regulations? He never did anything not allowed by regulations, no. You didn't like the captain, did you, Lieutenant? I did at first, very much. But gradually I realized that he was a petty tyrant and, and utterly incompetent. Did you think he was insane, too? 
Not until the day of the typhoon. Very well. Come to the day of the typhoon. Was your decision to obey Merrick based on your judgment that the captain had gone mad, or was it based on your hatred of Captain Queeg? I, I don't remember my state of mind that, that long ago. Uh, no further questions. <laughs>